the primary purpose of mental hygiene really is to enhance you and I, our quality of life by preventing undesirable habits and fostering emotional stability. Hello, my name is Nene Dabo, your host of Kaya. All Kaya fans are warmly welcome to a tribe for mental wellness warriors. We inspire, educate, encourage, challenge, and empower you to build a holistic mental hygiene routine so you can be holistically you. It's time to take back your power and reclaim your freedom from emotional and mental captivity. So let's do this. Let's build a movement together. Welcome to the Kaya podcast. You are in the right place. Remember to like and subscribe and share this podcast with someone you care about. Hey guys, this episode is from a talk I gave on Clubhouse about why you need a holistic mental hygiene routine. This is an important discussion that I believe will help you on your mental wellness journey. Let's jump right into our discussion. Mental hygiene, much like any hygienic routine, so example, a dental hygiene, or even for us females, right? We have this whole beauty routine that we go through some women go through the whole process of when they take off their makeup and all the things that they got to do to clean their face and buff the skin and put this lotion on and put that one on. No, this one doesn't work. Yeah. When I have breakouts, this is the particular lotion or cream that I use for that time of the month for when I'm getting the breakouts, or this is what I use for when I want to put on my makeup when I take off my, it's the same thing. So mental hygiene is much like any hygienic routine. And it involves taking care of your mental health and everything that may impact your mental health, both physically and positively. We all on here know that your brain is, I always say it's a CPU, right? Without your brain functioning, you would not be able to do the things that you have to do. And so our thoughts are the, if you want to say like the software, so our programming and all these things that we do, it's like, it all sits in the mind. The mind is where all the programming happens. That's where all the software is. And so it kind of feeds the hardware, which is the brain for the brain to do the things that it needs to do. And so, you know, and vice versa, they both interact. And so in my mindset, anything that impacts my mental wellness or my mental state of mind, I know ultimately is going to erode on my actual brain. It's not just how I think, but ultimately the chemicals that are released or that are not released in my brain. And so for me, I decided to just take a holistic and I typed it in the chat, the W-H-O-L-E, not the H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. I choose to just take the holistic perspective. So when I'm talking about holistic, I'm looking at the different parts of my life that impact me or that could either impact my brain or my brain or, or my mind or my thoughts impact. So I'm talking about my finances. I'm talking about my relationships. I'm talking about my sense of purpose. I'm talking about community, my contribution to the world or my contribution to my community, right? My physical health, my dietary needs. I'm talking about all these areas that I know contribute to making me this whole balanced person. That is why I choose to use the word holistic. I'm not saying that the other holistic is not correct. Absolutely. My framework that I use is built off of that, but I am looking at it from a different angle saying, okay, what does it take to make Nene a balanced person? And that is why I came up with that holistic with the W-H-O-L-E. And so the primary purpose of mental hygiene really is to enhance you and I, our quality of life by preventing undesirable habits and fostering emotional stability. So for me, I look at, you know, optimal mental health. I look at it as when you have optimal mental health, it enables you to be a lifelong learner. It enables you to make a difference, whether you're working, whether you're playing in your business, 
It enables you to form strong and meaningful connections. It enables you to reflect, right, on the information that you get. Like, how do you process it and how do you, okay, all right, you know, I've gotten this information. This is all the information that I've gotten. Now, how can I make a decision with this informed knowledge that I have received? It helps you to overcome obstacles. It helps you to create a better world by first positively impacting your homes and your communities. And um, ultimately, I believe that optimal mental health enables you to flourish as an, as an individual first, but then as a community, as a society, as just um, a greater part of the world. When I think about scripture, 1 Corinthians 12, 26 says, we're all one body. So when you hurt, Tonja, I hurt. Joy, when you hurt, I hurt. It may, it may not seem like I'm hurting. When you hurt, snap back, I hurt as well. And so I look at it as we don't need to be biologically related to impact one another. Like parts of a body, we're all one body. So Tonja, it is my responsibility as a Christian, as somebody sent by God, because the Great Commission is not just about going out there, okay, and just preaching the word of God, but how am I preaching the word of God? So if one way I can preach the word of God to someone is by saying, hey, I went through this and my tool for recovery has also been a part of the word then I believe that I'm also fulfilling the Great Commission. Doesn't necessarily mean I have to take a microphone and stand on a stage. It can mean a friend comes to me, they're not a believer, and so they're struggling with mental wellness. And I can tell them, well, this is the tool that I have used. It's Christ-centered, it's Christ-focused. This is how I've been able to live a balanced lifestyle. I believe that in more ways than one, I am also playing my part in the Great Commission. And so I definitely want to, to encourage everyone out there to develop a, a mental wellness routine. I want to talk a little bit about mental wellness, the dimensions of mental wellness and how we can look at it from that holistic perspective. Hey, thank you for sticking with me this far in the episode. It has been my pleasure hanging out with you. Remember, my transparency is your transformation. I'd love to hear from you. Message me with your biggest takeaways or if something stuck out to you. Let's celebrate some wins together. You've got this. Now, let's get back to the rest of our episode. As I was saying, um, having a mental hygiene routine is absolutely important. Again, what I used the knowledge earlier on about even a dental routine, right? Because most people are very, very familiar with that, right? You go to your dentist and um, you open your mouth immediately. The dentist will tell you there's something wrong there. There's a cavity there. You've been eating a lot of sweets, right? You need to stay away from those sweets. Um, or you complain and say, you know what? Every time I brush my teeth, there's a bit of a sensitivity in that particular like in that particular area of my mouth. Your dentist may ask you a few qualifying questions like what toothbrush have you been using? What have you been eating? What has your diet been consistent of? They even ask you if you've been drinking water, right? How many times do you brush your teeth? What kind of toothbrush do you use? Your toothbrush too hard? Is it too soft? They ask you all these questions. These are all qualifying questions to get to the root of what the problem may be. And so at the end of the day, your dentist may come up with this plan, right? It's a plan of action and tell you, hey, for the next 21 days, for the next 30 days, I need you to switch your toothbrush from hard toothbrush to the extra soft toothbrush. And I want you to brush three times a day. I want you to stay away from sweets or every time you eat, I need you to rinse your mouth. So there, there's a whole bunch that goes on, right? There's never a one size fits all, I always say. Um, when it comes to that, because if, 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 if Joy and I went to the same dentist, I guarantee you our plan of action is not going to be the same because, you know, even our body chemicals react differently. I could be a chronic sugar eater 
I eat sweets all the time and my teeth are perfect. There's nothing wrong with them. And then Joy may be that one person who does not eat sweets. She does not drink soda. She stays away from all the sweets, but there's something wrong somewhere. And so it takes a whole part. It takes all these different components. Like I was talking about the different things that can impact you. Joy's choice of foods may impact her, right? She may even be eating sugar. Oh, we may both come in with issues and it may just be, I don't eat sweets but I drink coffee all day, every day. I don't brush my teeth after drinking coffee. You know what? I don't take care of my teeth at so very much. Joy does maybe the opposite, right? And then we have got different treatments. So mental wellness, I learned this from the Global Wellness Institute, okay? Now they say mental wellness is an internal resource that helps us think, feel, connect, and function. Those are the four dimensions. So thinking, feeling, connecting, and functioning. So they say in addition to it being an internal resource, we need to be proactive about it. And I completely agree with the being proactive about your mental health. A lot of people wait until things go bad. A lot of people wait until their mental state of mind declines before they decide to seek medical help. I think that that is a bad idea. Just like with the men, just like again with the dental thing. You don't wait until your teeth are literally practically falling out of your mouth before you run and go to the dentist. The moment you start to feel some sort of pain, the moment you brush your teeth and you see a little bit of blood when you spit, it's telling you there's something wrong. Let's go get some help. So naturally we go through, um, something that's called emotional wounds. And I mentioned them earlier and we're talking about loneliness, loss, rejection, trauma, failure, guilt, low self-esteem. I even added fear to it. Um, fear, not so much being an emotional wound, but it is one of the things that fuels a lot of these emotional wounds that we go through. So that's why it's important to take a proactive approach. The second component to what the global wellness Institute defines as mental wellness is that it is an internal resource. They state that mental wellness is an active process that helps us to build resilience, grow and flourish. So mental wellness is not only mental in nature. So when you hear about mental wellness, a lot of people, when they hear mental wellness, it's that F word, it's that taboo topic, sex or money or politics. These are like the taboo topics that we don't necessarily talk about. And as Christians, we don't hear enough of these conversations at the pulpit but these are the things that impact us and prevent us from being balanced being walking the surface of the earth and interacting with one another remember how i first said that when i hurt joy you hurt tonja when i hurt you hurt so if i'm walking around with a limiting belief that prevents me from doing what i need to do or, for, or from carrying out my mission ultimately i'm doing you a disservice by not taking care of myself because at the end of the day I'm not only going to hurt, but you're also going to hurt. Or let's say if I'm walking around with a belief that is not the right mindset and I am influencing you with that belief, also ultimately I'm not serving you the right way. So that is one of the reasons why I say when I hurt, you hurt. When I hurt, my son hurts. When I hurt, my society, my community, everybody hurts. So mental wellness is not only mental, but it has those four dimensions, you know, that I talked about earlier. So the thinking dimension, which is more from mental, it's like thinking it's more a mental dimension, which is how we process, understand, and use information. Feeling is the emotional dimension, which is how we manage and express our feelings and our emotions. Connecting is the social dimension, which is how we connect with ourselves and with others. And then finally, functioning is the psychological dimension, 
So how do you function or put together all the pieces, you know, to make decisions or to do the things that you need to do? These core dimensions, you know, in essence, help you create that holistic, again, the W-H-O-L-E, the holistic mental hygiene routine. Like when you look at all these things. So let's say you can apply like all these things to any area of your life. Let's say like you want to deal with, let's say, hubby issues, right? Relationship issues, intimate issues with your hubby or your significant other. What's going on in your mental space, right? How are you processing, understanding, and using that information to interact or to take in information from your hubby or the way that he behaves? Emotionally, how do the things that he does trigger you, right? And how do you express your feelings in turn? From a, from a social perspective, how do you connect with yourself, first of all, so that you can show up and be that significant other, you know, like the best part of yourself for that other person? From the psychological perspective, right? How do you put all of these things together, right? To be able to function in a balanced manner, right? To make the decisions that need to be made. And so that's where it comes from when I talk about these four dimensions. And for me, when I practice in my practice and what I encourage people, I'd like to say to you, how can you challenge your thoughts? How can you clarify your feelings? How can you change your behaviors which do not serve you positively? And how can you create calmness? So maintain a state of equanimity in the face of adversity. How do you create calmness within yourself and your relationship? When you are able to answer, so that's how I do my checks with some of these things. When I'm able to answer some of these questions or when I'm going back to like meditate on, let's say, how has my day gone or what's going on in my space? Why am I feeling this emotion? I've been feeling it for the past one week. I ask myself some of these questions. I challenge my thoughts around that emotion. I clarify my feelings around that emotion. I change behaviors which don't serve me because maybe now these emotions are causing me to behave in a different way. And finally, I create calmness because when I when I am in a space of calmness, I am able to make decisions that are better for me and for others that I interact with. So I'm just going to close off and say um, one goal of mental wellness is to help us shift our focus from the stigma surrounding mental illness so some of the stigmas that we're familiar with are shame, denial, avoidance, and secrecy, right? So we want to shift our mental, we want to shift our focus from that stigma toward a more positive and empowering approach, how you feel, think, connect, and function. I want to leave you with a couple of scriptures. So Galatians 6.2 talks about carrying one another's burdens. This way will fulfill Christ's law and his will. Again, when I mentioned earlier on, when you hurt, I hurt. It is my responsibility to make sure that everybody in my circle of influence and even beyond are practicing optimal high mental hygiene routine because whatever they do is going to rub off on me or it's going to rub off on their own sphere of influence and ultimately it impacts a generation. And we all know that this world, we say it's a small, it's a big world, but it is a small world. You never know. I've never met you in person, but who knows where someday you and I may either have to work together or um, you may say something, or maybe somebody in your sphere of influence, I have to meet with them or I have to interact with them. I may, in, in, like in more ways than one, whatever you do is rubbing off on me, whether directly or indirectly. And a final scripture is 3 John 1 verse 2, which is a promise from God. It suggests that it is the will of the Lord for us all to prosper in all things and be in great health just as our soul prospers. So if you sit down and you think God wants my soul to prosper, so how much more for me, it is his will. And one thing that I know about God is that God is such a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is such a gentleman. He will never step in 
and intervene or interfere into something that you have not asked. So if you are dealing with any emotional wound today, whether you're dealing with loss, whether you're dealing with rejection, whether you're dealing with loneliness, trauma, failure, guilt, and low self-esteem, there is one source out there who you can reach to more than everybody else, who more than every coach, every psychologist, psychiatrist, every professional out there who can help to guide you on the right path and who can help to enhance your healing. But it starts with you. When God knows that you're serious about your mental health and taking care of you, trust me, he will put all the processes, all the resources in place to help you get to where you need to get to. Because it is also in God's best interest, right? That we are all balanced human beings walking the surface of the earth. Otherwise, how then are we able to fulfill this great commission? How else are we able to fulfill the um, mission and the assignment that he has put us all here on this earth for? And for those who maybe don't re cannot relate with the mission and assignment, your purpose your purpose. Why are you here? Why did God create you? What is your purpose? What is, what is it that, that you wake up to doing every single day? And is your life balanced enough to help you to be able to fulfill your purpose or to be able to fulfill your, your mission or your assignment? I hope I have been able to provide some value. Um, anybody who wants to connect with me, you can connect with me via my social tab is in the link above it's still a work in progress. So if you see a few things missing, trust me, we're all learning. We're all trying to get there. I am fixing things as I go. And as I discover more things about myself, I am changing things, changing definitions, how I've defined and identified for so long. I'm, I'm changing stuff. So, but most of my contact information is on there. If you need to get in contact with me, if you have any questions, I will try to answer to the best of my ability. I am wishing you well. I pray that the peace of God that surrounds all understanding is just going to cover you. It's going to bless you. It's going to comfort you. I am praying that wherever you are in your mental wellness journey, that the Lord will send the right people to walk alongside you. The people who will encourage you, who will hold your hand, right? Who will, who will, who will reinforce you, who will empower you. I pray that the Lord will place the right tools and the right resources, you know, alongside the way for you. But most of all, I am praying that the Lord Jesus, who is our El Rafa, the ultimate healer, will step in and provide the healing that you need, that you don't even know that you need, but that will provide that healing for you, wherever you are, whatever phase that you're walking through, and that you will learn to love yourself, forgive yourself, and show yourself more self-compassion so that you can be the most authentic, the most authentic and the best version of you that the world needs. God bless you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, you can help us build this community by liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast. If you want to learn more about my holistic mental wellness coaching program or to connect with me, click on my social tap link in the description below. Hey, I'd also like to invite you to join my free private mental wellness Facebook group. Come hang out with a whole tribe of mental wellness warriors who are unafraid to live life one day at a time. I wish you all the best and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Until then, my friend, it's time to take your power back by showing up authentically you. The Kaya podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for professional medical care. The information and views provided by Nene Dabo or any agent or speaker of the Kaya podcast is intended purely as a sharing of knowledge and not intended as medical diagnosis or treatment. If at any time you experience extreme thoughts of depression or anxiety, or if you are having thoughts of harming yourself or others, 
I encourage you to seek the immediate help of a trained mental health professional or by calling your local crisis hotline. The Kaya podcast, its agents, and its guest speakers are not liable nor responsible for any advice, services, or products, or any other information you may obtain from this podcast.